There was an idea. The two podcasters could join together and cover every single superhero television show and movie that exists. Scott and Chris combined their talents to form Binge Storm and to make this idea a reality. Then Barry Allen popped in and reminded us that short of having time-altering super speed, there's no way in hell we can accomplish that in one lifetime. We'll do what we can. Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. Hi, welcome to Weekly Heroics, Two True Freaks Guide to Heroes on TV, the Preacher Cast. Um, rapidly driving towards the end of this series, which is a depressing thought, but we're at uh, episode five of season four, Bleak City. Here with Pat Delmore once again. He's back. And, hey. Um, and uh, still, still no word from the hero. We'll try to drag him on one of these because uh, he should be covering this with us. But uh, he's busy. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> my mind is not here tonight. So apologies in advance. I'm kind of got a migraine forming on the fringes of my head. You are not alone. I had a little, a little nap, and I had to drag myself out of bed yeah i had one of my bizarro dreams that like makes me think you know despite sleeping makes me feel like i haven't slept in eight days so Mm. my brain hates me Mm. it's all that abuse in the 90s and 2000s it's it's revenge i deserve it but let's get this started yeah Um, yeah you've got a you've got an open pair opening paragraph tonight In Australia, the St. Eugene go into a tourist office, and the saint kills everyone there. Eugene prays for the dead people's souls, and the saint sits and stares off into space, remembering the past. Once he's done, Eugene asks the saint if they just wait there until Jesse uses the voice again. The saint says nothing. The saint's really... I mean, I I just wonder if the the saint really needs to be as murdery as he is. And, And obviously Eugene's feeling that, but... Uh, you know, you don't have to kill everyone. That, that they were sex you. tourists. Yeah, oh yeah, well that's true too. Yeah. When I hear that, <laughs> I mean, sex tourist does not mean you know regular swingers. It means right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going we, to do nefarious things yeah, to the we, native we've population. Seen that. Yeah. Uh, so Jesse rents a car uh, to go to the Lost Apostle, our phallus-shaped uh, monument that we're looking for in Australia. And the stuttering clerk, Jackson, checks his uh, credit card information. A wanted notice comes up on Jesse on the screen, warning that he's armed and dangerous. And Jackson stares at the screen and, you know, tries to play it off. And then tells Jesse that there's no cars available, but uh, Jesse kind of knows what's going on. So points out all the car keys on the rack and, you know, figures that Jason saw the notice. And he tells the clerk that the information is a lie and explains it, you know, explains everything to him. He has the voice of God, but doesn't want to use it because people get hurt. Or if if he doesn't get to the lost apostle, then the world will end and everyone will die. So Jesse asks Jackson to uh, help him of his own free will, and Jackson gives him a set of keys. Jesse leaves. Uh, the idiot voices Jackson not to stutter, and the, the saint hears <laughs> Jesse, of course, and gets up and leaves, and after a moment, Eugene goes after him. I swear we've seen that actor before in an episode of the show. I just can't think of where. Hmm. He seemed really familiar to me. Maybe. Let me see if I can. Sean Goss. There's not even a picture of him here in IMDb. Hmm. 
No, it says that's his only uh, only huh. episode. So huh. maybe it was. Maybe he was reminding me of uh, Reese Darby or something. He hasn't done much. Yeah. In the parking garage, Jesse gets his car and consults a map to Lost Outpost. He turns on the radio briefly, hearing reports of the manhunt for him and a disappearance of a UN minister, and drives out of the garage. As he drives out, Jesse breaks for a passing truck. Eugene is walking down the street, and they see each other, and Eugene yells at Jesse to go. The saint comes out behind Eugene, and Jesse drives the other way. And Jesse rounds the corner before the saint get a clear shot. Deprived of his victim, the saint glares at Eugene. A little uh, Pulp Fiction call out there, maybe, too. The, uh, yes. You know. <laughs> hey, I know you. Marcellus Wallace uh, <laughs> yeah. traffic incident. <laughs> I always think of the uh, the Simpsons parody of that. With less creepy Zed stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Donuts, yeah. I got donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesse drives through the streets telling himself that Eugene can take care of himself and the saint doesn't want him dead. Uh, he drives out of the city and comes to a crossroads and stops for the sign as he pulls into the intersection. A truck blares its horn as it drives in front of him and Jesse changes his mind and drives back to try to rescue Eugene. Tulip takes Jesus back to the bar and finds Cassidy there drinking. She smiles and they hug as Jesus plays an arcade video game. Cassidy and Tulip compare notes on what they've been doing since the last time they saw each other. The Archangel comes out and asks Kamal for a phone. Jesus notices the Archangel that they stare at each other briefly before the Archangel goes to the phone. Tulip tells Cassidy who Jesus is, and Cassidy asks where Jesse is. She asks if he told Jesse that they had sex. The great, uh, the great, I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cassidy admits they did. Tulip immediately punches him. <laughs> and Kamal shows Tulip a news cast about the manhunt for Jesse after he wiped out a group of sex tourists in the Middle East. So he's blamed for the people that the saint took care right, of. Right, right. Well, no, and his. No, because the original one was him. Uh, he's the one that killed, every, you know, killed everyone at the. Uh, oh, yeah. At the Jesus Decide, the house That's of entertainment. What That's why I yeah. thought that the people at the travel agency were. Because I haven't watched every episode of this twice like yeah. I do with Yeah, I didn't think they were all, all sex tourists, but... Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. But the, the saints generally just mowed down any yeah. innocent yeah. bystanders anyway, so, yeah. you know, it's, I think it was like a judgment-type thing. Uh, at the bar, a grail waiter... Oh, actually, not at the bar, but a grail waiter brings room service uh, breakfast for Jesus and discovers that he's gone. I guess that would have been at the bar. No. No, it was the woman the woman that went into the room. Right, right. And had the, there was like the little pillow thing on his bed to make yeah. it look like he was still sleeping in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Lara tells uh, Star that uh, Tulip, the Archangel, and Cassidy have escaped Masada due to her negligence. And she admits that she has failed to locate the Holy Child, tells Star that she's ready to die for her failures. Star says that he's ready as well and prepares to shoot her in the head. But his phone rings and an operative... Hoover 2 basically reports uh, that Jesus is gone, and, oh, well, Hoover 2 uh, takes the gun and prepares to shoot Lara, but Lara warns him not to exceed his authority and basically demands that Star executes her. You know, you're not worthy to shoot me. Uh, but Star stops him and says that Jesus is gone. When Lara uh, says she thinks she's earned the right for Star to execute her, he considers it. Another phone call comes in and he nods to Hoover 2 to kill her, and she leaps out the window and uses her big wingsuit again. And Star angrily demands to know where Hitler is while Lara glides away. 
So I thought what was going to happen here was uh, when the archangel says he's got to call this call a woman, and then they almost cut immediately to uh, Laura's phone ringing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh shit! Laura's the mother of Genesis. Yeah. No. No. They had no shit. I didn't really notice that juxtaposition, but you should have. As they'd done this in the previous episode where you're, you were thinking the whole time that Tulip was going to end up being uh, Hitler's valet. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned out it was really Jesus. Clever bastards. Yes. Star finds Hitler playing handball with a killed operative who is probably <laughs> more like racquetball, I think, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> probably too old to be playing <laughs> handball with, with anyone. Beats Hitler with his racket, insisting that the apocalypse is coming and nothing will get in his way. He then asks Hitler how Humperdue seemed to him. Hitler says that he seemed right and congratulates him on providing a Jesus they can believe in. Star harumphs and walks away. <laughs> the saint kills Jackson and Eugene prays over him. The killer figures that Jesse will come back because he knows if he doesn't, he'll hurt Eugene. Another, another innocent bystander, Jesse is going to send to his death by <laughs> using the voice. Uh, Jesse sneaks into a construction site and uses the voice to command the workers. And I kind of saw this coming. It's like, oh, shit, he's going to, like, mount an assault on the saint here, you know? Because <laughs> at first it's very vague, and he's walking. They, they have it set, like, you know, you're just watching a walk by the segments of the fence that isn't complete, you know. And you're just kind of not really getting a sense of, of what's going on, or at least when the saint does it. And then, then of course, uh, the saint hears them and tells Eugene that they're going, and Eugene leaves with them. At the uh, bar, Cassidy insists that they need to stick together, and he blames himself. He figures that he needs to head to Australia and rescue Jesse to make up for Jesse trying to rescue him. The tulip refuses to go and uh, goes to fix the car and says, You know, you can come with me, or you can go with, you know, find Jesse, up to you. And when she does, she tells Cassidy that she's taking Jesus to Las Vegas, and she invites him to come, of course, because it would be fun, but Cassidy mutters to himself that he doesn't want to. And, uh, yeah, this is one of the better scenes of the uh, of this show. Yes. <laughs> the saint goes to the construction site and shoves Eugene in. Jesse hits the saint with a wrecking ball and then leaves with Eugene. They run down the street while the saint recovers, gets his hat, and goes after them. It was just worthy of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Very well. much it's so. It's fucking great. Yeah. This whole season has been worthy of a Looney Tunes yeah. cartoon. I mean, they just, you know, threw everything with the kitchen sink in here, and unlike Aquaman. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, they've got the saint shooting a hole through the world, you know. It's like, oh, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Jesus follows Tulip out to the garage where she works up the where she works on the car, and says that he's sure he wants to t- to take off. Tulip asks him if he has things to do like walking on water, and Jesus tells her most of it was metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she warns him they're committed once they hit the road, and Jesus admits that there's a conference he's supposed to be helping out with. However, he figures that he was born a man to help people. And that's all he needs to do. Jesus asks if Cassidy will be joining them, and Tulip figures that he's thinking about it. Yeah, it was a great, great line. Later, we'll see metaphors. Yeah, we're we're getting the sense through this show that the Bible may have lied to us a couple times. Yes. The archangel comes into the bar wearing a new suit, orders a drink, and asks uh, Cassidy about his gal. And Cassidy insists that Tulip isn't his gal; he's my mate. Uh, but the archangel doesn't believe him. Um, 
All right, and there goes our recap screen. Um, <laughs> said he says it's his best mate's girl, and he's not going to get together with Tulip. And the Archangel tells him that it won't happen with his attitude. He says that forbidden love isn't easy. And Cassidy grabs his collar and tells him to shut up. He says he's trying to do the right thing for once. And the Archangel says that love got him exiled from heaven and imprisoned. And realizes that the demon woman he sacrificed for is there. And as we've been speculating for episodes now, this this is definitely mommy and daddy of Genesis, I'm thinking. You know, there's, there's no other reason for these two characters to exist in the show, really. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're going to play a part. Mommy and daddy yes. are, are around. Love of my life. Broken my heart And now you leave me Love of my life Can't you see Bring it back, bring it back Don't take it away from me Because you don't know What it means to me Jesse breaks into a car, gets in with Eugene. Eugene asks why Jesse didn't come for him, and Jesse says he didn't know he could, but it's no excuse. He tells Eugene that he's a good Christian and admits he let him down and sent him to hell. Jesse says that he feels bad about what he did and apologizes. Eugene thanks him and smiles as best he can. He tries to hotwire the car, sets off the alarm, and the two of them run off. And he's like, I saw Tulip do this once. So I'm sure I can figure yeah. it out. <laughs> She's definitely the MacGyver of the family. Yes. Tulip also, you also saw Tulip make a sale, apparently, and couldn't quite figure out how to work that. Yeah, yeah. Tulip and Jesus sit outside the car and smoke some weed, and Jesus talks about the two times that he sinned. He explains that because of that, a son was chosen as a new Messiah, and is a better one than him, apparently. A true, unblemished, innocent. Uh, Except for that whole masturbating in front of people thing. Yeah. Um... <laughs> to the point where he's uh, talking about Humperdoo and laughs, and she finally tells Jesus that God's an asshole. Jesus orders her not to say that, <laughs> but Tula punks the horn and yells for Cassidy. Inside, the archangel and his lover are having sex in Kamal's bedroom a lot. Uh, Cassidy and Kamal are in the bar listening, and Cassidy says they should rescue Jesse because it's the right thing to do. Uh, and Kamal tells him it's up to him, and Cassidy figures uh, he's the one who gets to decide if he's the hero. And he talks about Han Solo, and Kamala has no idea who that is or what Star Wars is. He's like, well, Han Solo would have done it. You know, you know who he is or not. <laughs> Tulip figures the Cassidy is coming, and Jesus gets in the front seat with her. Um, 
should make a uh, the rule is Jesus take the wheel. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she finally figures that if Cassidy wants to mope around feeling guilty, that's up to him. With that, she drives away from the bar in Masada. They soon get bored, and Tulip insists that walking the earth will be cool. <laughs> Another pop Jesus. fiction, maybe. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like Kane from Kung Fu, yeah. <laughs> Um, Jesus wonders what they're going to do and Tulip says they'll play mini golf and rob a bank uh, later Tulip and Jesus rob a bank which really is a Pulp Fiction reference yeah, yeah. in everything Tulip is saying she's basically playing Honey Bunny in yeah. <laughs> Jesus watches the customers and staff while Tulip goes to the ball once a man says that he has to pee and Jesus nervously shoots him in the leg yeah <laughs> Tulip tells Jesus that he could just be a lookout. Jesus, shocked at the thought of shooting a man, snaps out of his imaginings. She insists they're not going back, and Jesus says that he didn't say anything. Tulip soon turns the car around and drives back to the bar. So this was all a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, sh- Jesus shot a guy in the leg, because yep. that wasn't clear. He did not really do that. <laughs> well, the archangel and the demon come down to the bar after their little... Uh activities and orders some champagne. Cassidy says he's happy for both of them. The Archangel wonders why he's still there. The vampire tells him that he took his advice about love. The Archangel draws his sword and throws it across the bar, killing the demon. And he tells Cassidy that he did love her, but he had to kill her because she's a demon. And of course he reincarnates and drops through the roof and the two Celestials fight, kill each other and reincarnate again and again as we've seen. Eugene watches as uh, Jesse knocks out a policeman and gets into his car and telling Eugene to get in with him. And after getting something from the unconscious policeman, Eugene gets in the car and Jesse drives off. The saint kills a policeman and listens to his radio until he hears Jesse call in, posing as the policeman, saying there's no sign of the preacher. Jesse drives to the streets and tells Eugene that once they get out of the city, they'll ditch the car. Eugene doesn't respond at first. And then he says, Jesse came back and apologized, and that's all he wanted. Jesse tells him he owed him that much. Eugene aims the the gun he took at Jesse's head and says that an apology still wasn't enough. He shoots, hitting Jesse in the shoulder, and the car goes out of control and comes to a halt. Yeah. Kind of did, didn't, didn't see that coming, but uh, yeah, vengeful Eugene now. So Tula pulls over, and while well, he's, he's, you know, he's, I think he is seeing that uh, Jesse still isn't the best of people. <laughs> Tula pulls over and Jesus apologized for not making it to Vegas, whether he notes that the conference is the only thing they've asked him to do in 2,000 years. <laughs> and he figures that it's better than toking and shooting people. Uh, Tulip admits that Jesus isn't what she expected. And Jesus says that's what God says. <laughs> and she tells him again that God is an asshole and Jesus gets out. Tulip yells after him saying she doesn't have to do the responsible thing just because she is or because he is. And Jesus tells her that she can do whatever she wants, just like all of them. And that's what makes it so hard. He waves to Tulip and heads to Masada. And Tulip looks at the letter that Jesse left her and then drives away. As the demon and archangel continue to fight, killing each other over and over, Cassidy walks out of the bar, bundled up against the sunlight. Tulip is parked outside and tells Cass that Jesus went back to Masada. He explains that an angel and a demon are ready. And, uh... I don't know what that even means. Uh, we're fighting, I guess. He explained to her, and he and he and Tulip drive off together. That's a little um, 
it's a little bit strange that Jesus would be disappointed in the fact of free will, right? When he was when he was born a human, that's something that you know the de- the devil is bothered by that. What's that? Agent Smith is bothered by in the Matrix. Right. That's not something that Jesus doesn't like. Because well, again, he was right. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he was. Had, he had yeah. free will to refuse his father's request. Exactly. You know, presumably, exactly. but yeah. So that's why it was a hard he, choice. He gets what he gets. What free will is? Yeah, yeah. Um, at Masada, Star and Hitler go over the presentation for the apocalypse in 2020. Jesus comes in, and they assure him they haven't started the apocalypse without him. Hitler offers his hand, and Jesus refuses to take it, saying yeah. he knows when it's done. However, as the Redeemer, he offers Hitler a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Jesus and Hitler take their seats as representatives of heaven and hell, and they begin. Tulip and Cassidy head for Australia. Jesse crawls out of the police car, and Eugene kicks him over onto his back. A saint is there, and he and Eugene stare down at Jesse as he passes out from shock. God, I don't know what to do with that that Hitler and Jesus hug. Uh, if this show had gotten better ratings, yeah. there'd been some letters, I'm sure, from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is your father still watching? Uh, no, he, no. He, he for, well, what's, you know what's funny though is he forgot he forgot why he stopped watching. <laughs> yeah. So he's asking me like, whatever happened to that show? <laughs> I kind of want to go back and and pick it up with him, but he was he was so so mad for months. I forgot what it was exactly. Dude. It was I, the Humper. Oh dude. yeah, well I know we recorded it. <laughs> it's yeah, one of he, our didn't, he didn't get that. He thought that they were you know making fun of Jesus. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me, you should never ever ever read the comics then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told Humper you. Is... I told you my preacher origin story. I think didn't I that. I'd, I'd gone down and gotten it from my local comic shop, and it was like in the ba- in the bathroom that like everybody in the family used. Yeah, and my dad found it, <laughs> and it was like you need to go back there and ask for your money back. <laughs> like you can't have this in the house. <laughs> and I gave it to my friend uh, Brian, and it's it's weird like what he has a problem with and what he doesn't. Right. Because you know we we go see you know we go see all the Tarantino movies in the right. theater together and it ain't the gore it's the irreverence in other words yeah yes. <laughs> you know some people that's a real sore spot for some people I'm I'm yeah. just the opposite I love irreverence <laughs> so. yeah. I do too <laughs> and he watched all of um, he watched all of uh, Good Omens and really liked it yeah I know shit what the yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That isn't exactly by the book either. No. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, he's got all those Romulus Linney uh, tales of Jesus and mm-hmm. his apostles and all the all those books and stuff. He he loves apocryphal stuff, but it's just yeah, if you do, if you don't do it a certain way, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well. I also find it weird on this show that. That Jesus doesn't know when people are lying to him, right? Reports not reports not to know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of supposedly, you know, all powerful celestial beings not necessarily be so. As you know, 
So, uh, yeah, I mean they're they're so specifically tied, you know, to the to the destiny of mankind. But I mean, it it makes it makes so much sense that you know the mind the mind is of a Hitler is more evil than than the devil himself, and that he would be the one that would ultimately be there, you know, bringing about the apocalypse. Right. Well, yeah, it's just a hilarious concept anyway that they're, you know, both sides are consulting about it and stuff. So I've seen a preview for the next episode and there's, there's like a scene from, you know, the actual conference and talking about how to divvy up the souls and stuff. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Russell T Davies kind of did that on, um, what's the Torchwood movie, children of earth. Yeah. Or they're supposed to give 30% of Earth's, or no, it's like 70% of Earth's children away. And they're like, well, we've already figured out how to do this. This is why, you know, we grade children and send them to, you know, certain, you know, comprehensive schools and put other ones in like regular public schools. Yeah. <laughs> it's in case something like this happened. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's all according to God's plan. I don't know why, you know, God needs, you know, bureaucracy for his plan, but apparently he does, you know, in conferences yep. and dip, diplomacy. So. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Still a great show. And uh, yes. this is a good episode, too. Well, better this season than in any other, because what they would do on all the previous seasons was it's like the first season, it's like they're in the town that Jesse grew up in. And everything that happens is going to happen in this town. And then it was like, they're in Cassidy's son's house in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And everything is going to happen there. And then it was there at Angelville. Angelville. And everything is going to happen at Angelville. This one, it feels like, you know, it's this, you know, worldwide chase. Yeah, which, you know. With, we, three, with three major locations this time. Yeah, I still don't know if they're going to end up in New York City. So it's not really going to happen. <laughs> Because they don't need to. They brought Toscani to... Unless that... I, well, me and I think it was uh, the show I did with Tina, yeah, like last week, was uh, the whole Bensonhurst, you know, circumcision machine and, and the TV commercial was apparently a you know, hallucination of Cassidy's. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't ended up in Bensonhurst yet. So it was yep. either like an editing problem or something and like they were going to go to New York City originally or I don't know, or Jersey. And uh, I don't know, or I guess it was just like a vision, unless they've been playing around with some flash forwards, so who knows? They have. They're running out of episodes to resolve shit like that, so. I haven't heard anything about them finishing off with a movie either. So. No, I mean, I'm sure they, you know, it never got huge ratings. It did okay, but I'm sure nothing like, of course, it still astounds me that Walking Dead is getting a Rick Crimes movie, but. Uh, uh, who knows? No, I, I expect they'll they'll wrap it up uh, pretty completely at the end of ten. Five more to go, so we need to stuff a lot in. Yeah. But I don't think we're getting to too many other locations. So maybe Vegas and and uh, who knows? Well, I'm still in Australia, but um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have much more to say, and, and my migraine is unfortunately apparently increasing. So I might want to cut this one short tonight. Yeah. No, I'm happy. Um, I'm, I hope that you uh, you you feel better. Yeah, I haven't had one in a while. I don't know. So I'm go try some uh, herbal medicine and see what Perfect. we can do with it. <laughs> 
All right, maybe I'll edit that personal stuff out. I don't know yet. Probably not, though. I don't really give a fuck anymore. But let's... I can't smoke it. I have to. I have to. I have to eat it. Yep. And even even then, I get so paranoid. <laughs> well, so unfortunately, we haven't uh, got any good industry around here for edibles. You know, so uh, I don't know how Massachusetts is not too far away. I don't know how their businesses are going yet. They've been legalized for a little bit too. But, uh, a hero, hero's not into that. He can't tell you. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's. Uh, no, I've heard him. I've heard him say yeah, he's not on. The man's on never podcast. never done a drug in his life, yeah. other than you know the occasional brewski. Right. But uh, to each his drug own. is hair metal. Yeah, indeed. And we yeah. salute. And we salute him for that. Absolutely, with a big old do devil salute. Yeah. <laughs> Miss you, hero. We do. We truly do. <laughs> get caught up and fucking get on this with us. We need your thoughts on the, the end of this series. <laughs> but that's another weekly heroics preacher cast. Uh, so we got two things about the boys coming out eventually. And, uh, lots of stuff. But see you next week. Bye now. See you next week.